And I believe in that same way we evolve. And if we don't move with the times and move when our season is up, then we go bankrupt emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially. Hey there, this is Patrice Washington from patricewashington.com, where we chase purpose, not money. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. And actually, hold on, not just another episode, the 100th episode of Redefining Wealth. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that we are already at 100 episodes. It feels like yesterday that I reluctantly stumbled into the world of podcasting. That one opportunity, that one hint from someone that, oh, this is what you should do and we kind of need you to do it quickly. And I turned it around in three weeks, had no idea that, oh, what is it? Almost two years later, September, it'll be two years uh, where this would take my life and my career and my faith and my family. And I am so appreciative. Listen, if you are new here You are in for a treat. This is what you need to know about redefining wealth. If you're looking for a hardcore, let's talk about budgeting, investing, savings. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm not that type of money podcast. And redefining wealth, what I have created a niche in doing is getting you prepared for those types of podcasts. Because what I do is help you understand that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. And as someone put it in the reviews recently, I'm going to read that in a second. You may have been leaning way too deeply into that and not understanding why you weren't getting results. Here's why. Because the original definition of wealth is the condition of well-being. There's so much more to wealth than just chasing money. And what we do here is unpack and explore all the different ways that our lives connect to our money, whether that be in our fitness pillar, our fit pillar, we call it the first pillar, either that's, you know, being mentally fit or physically fit or in the people pillar, the way we manage our personal and professional relationships or in our space or in our faith or in our work. There are so many things. So if you're new here, I would say either go back to the very beginning and listen to the first several episodes where I really dig in deep on what the pillars represent. But I'm also going to re-release those in a different mix, but you'll get it when, when you hear it. It'll come out in a few weeks because we've grown by leaps and bounds. There's so many of you listening from all over the world. And so if you haven't made the time to go back yet, no worries. We're going to do some rewind episodes coming up soon. I'll pepper in a little flavor, but you will get the foundation for what Redefining Wealth is. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I have to tell you that it is being brought to you by my girl, Doreen Rainey of the Radical Success Certification Program. So if you are starting or growing your coaching practice and you need a proven research-based curriculum to create deep transformation for your clients so that they can move to their next level, then this coaching training and certification program just might be your answer. It's a nine-month certification, which is broken into four parts, coaching profession, method, practical work and applying, and growing your coaching practice. And this is where she breaks down everything from pricing to enrollment to fulfillment. So unlike many coaching programs out there, you guys, They teach you how to ask questions, which is amazing. And it's a necessary part. But if you want to make this a business, 
like a real business, then you need to know a few more things than just how to ask questions, okay? Doreen is a master at building businesses. And so if you're an emerging or even experienced coach who just is tired of wandering around this industry, right? You know you have a gift to help people, but you just don't have the system to do it then follow this research-based proven system and structure. Apply for enrollment at RadicalSuccessCertification.com. That's RadicalSuccessCertification.com. There's a live training event that kicks off at the end of July and you don't want to miss it, okay? So RadicalSuccessCertification.com. Now, what I wanted to do with this episode was... Do something a little different. So I, I've listened to different milestone episodes and I heard people just do straight up reviews or talk about all the successes of the podcast. And I think that's dope. I enjoyed those interviews. But what I really felt on my heart was that I needed to take you back to just before I launched Redefining Wealth because I was in a good space. I was actually in a great space. My career was fine. You know, I was very fulfilled with um, much of what I was doing, getting a little challenged with some, but for the most part, I was making good money, doing good work, still helping and serving people. So who's mad, right? Who could be mad at that? But the truth is my season was up and I wanted to talk about that because you guys get to see the other side of embracing a season being up. But right now, I know just as surely as you are listening to my voice, you are possibly in a season that has long expired and you are extending it out of fear or out of complacency or out of delusion or out of any number of things. And so I know that you guys support me. I feel the love all the time. I cannot open social media without feeling your love. You guys far outweigh and outnumber any troll, <laughs> any troll out there, right? Because you guys are so mighty in number and I appreciate you. But I want you to see that I believe that God is no respecter of person. And so while you can celebrate my success on the other side of acknowledging and accepting and embracing that my season was up, then why is it different for you? Why would it be any different for you? Why could we not be in three months, six months, nine months, a year, two years, three years, five years celebrating your other side after acknowledging that your season was up? Now, redefining wealth is literally the greatest joy of my professional career. And it's also the thing that I had not planned on doing. <laughs> and I'm a planner. I am a planner. I am a go-getter. I am a goal setter. And the idea of starting a podcast crossed my mind once or twice, but it looked like work from a distance, looked like too much. And beyond the work, I'll be honest, there was a fear that maybe people wouldn't get it or receive this from me because I had been known for several years, like eight, nine years by that point as a personal finance expert. And while I still obviously incorporate the term wealth, as you can see, I rarely talk about those hardcore money topics because even in that, I always felt that there was just more to money than that, but I didn't have the confidence and I didn't feel like I had the credibility to go deeper. Now, since then, obviously I've written several books. I've had tons of media exposure 
you know, I just got a certification in financial psychology. Like so much has happened. So I, I understand, I get it, you know, but it doesn't matter how credible you are on paper. It matters how you feel, which is why I'm always telling the ladies in my Purpose to Platform program to build a brag binder because we forget about everything that we bring to the table. And so before launching this whole idea of redefining wealth and then the podcast came out of that, I was not sure. I just wasn't certain. And I know people love to tell the highs of their story, but I want to take you through some of the lows because those got me here just as much as the highs, right? And my goal is that you have at least three things to take away so that you could understand if you are actually in a season that has expired and how to move forward from that. And so let me start by saying this again. A season doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be something that's just not that bad to mean that it's not the best for you in this dispensation of time. So sometimes we think that things have to be awful in order to move on. But the truth is, purpose evolves. And I don't believe that any of us are meant to do the exact same thing in the exact same way our entire lives. Because God is so much bigger than that. And there is so much more to do in this world as we continue to have new experiences and be exposed to new things, new people, new opportunities there would be no reason for you to be and do the exact same thing forever. Like the other day, my husband and I pulled into a gas station and I saw a payphone. Remember those? <laughs> Some of the younger listeners are like, what? Yes, girl, payphone. There was a payphone in a gas station and the, you know, the guts of it, the meat of it were removed. But for whatever reason, the stand, the structure of it was still there. And I went, oh my gosh, a payphone. And my husband and I got into this deep conversation about, man, there used to be someone who used to go around and just take the quarters out, empty the payphone machines, right? And do you remember your, you would be leaving home and your parents would be like, make sure you have some quarters so you can call me if something happens. Like that was a thing. And then it evolved and it's just obsolete. And the purpose is no longer there. There's still a need to communicate to make emergency calls and all of that. But the purpose for those no longer exists. It's evolved, right, into something else. And I believe in that same way we evolve. And if we don't move with the times and move when our season is up, then we go bankrupt emotionally, mentally, spiritually, financially. Like we're just left empty. We're left standing as an empty shell of ourselves if we're not willing to pay attention and do the work, right? And there's so many examples of even big businesses that would not evolve. They wouldn't evolve. They saw the times changing. They saw the tide shifting and they just would not evolve. I think Blockbuster, right, would be an example. Remember when you used to have to rewind your VHS tapes? (laughs) like they were not getting it. Um, There's just, there's just so many. And so I was in a space where I was content. I was America's money maven. 
I was on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I had a weekly segment that I had had for several years. I was doing shows like Dr. Oz and Steve Harvey and tons of other like regional well-known shows like Windy City Live in Chicago or being on KTLA in Los Angeles or, you know, I had a good name as a money expert being featured. I mean, everywhere, everywhere. And I was making good money as a brand ambassador and a speaker and a one-on-one coach and life was good. So why would I change that? (laughs) Why would I change that? Here's a couple things. And I want you to consider this for yourself, how to know when your season is up. The first thing is you experience the boulder effect. I call it the boulder effect. What is that? So I believe when it is your time to shift and to release a season that you get little hints, right? And so it starts out as a pebble. And so one of the first things was I was starting to get really annoyed going on these shows and talking about budgets and credit reports. And I kept feeling something in my spirit kind of rise up, right? And it would be like, like if they ask me one more thing about a budget, this is not about what template, this is about your behavior. This is about your mindset. This is about your beliefs. It's so much bigger than a budget. And I would be so annoyed But I would get on the couch and smile and do what I was brought there to do, which is deliver three or four points in about five or six minutes and look good doing it and smile doing it and, you know, going about my business. But I felt it, you know, raising up like this kind of holy indignation, I think you would call it. I was just annoyed. And then my site got hacked. My site got hacked. So this was like, a, a stone. So we moved from a pebble to like a good sized rock or a stone here. And my site was hacked so badly that when I called the hosting company and we were trying to figure it out, they were like, did you do something to someone? <laughs> you know, because it wasn't like the site was just redirected to a naughty site or anything. It was not that. It was deeper than that. They went in and literally deleted files and changed Everything was in like Russian or something. And it was just, it was bad. And they did their best, but they could, they restored the site, but it was a shell of the site. So much of my content and things I had for years on that blog, it was just gone. And it was like, whoa, okay, this is crazy. So I'm getting upset every other week, having to go on shows, not having, choosing to go on these shows and talk about budgeting and credit, knowing that that annoys me to an extent because I knew it wasn't the full story. And instead of doing something, I continued to sit in it. And then all of my content based on those very things that I keep saying annoy me gets destroyed. Hmm. Okay. But do you think I shifted immediately? No. (laughs) I still didn't shift. I needed the boulder. And the boulder was out of the blue, getting some paperwork in the in the mail to my P.O. box that was saying that I was infringing on someone else's copyright, even though I had real money answers trademarked for quite a while or come to find out. So I thought I had a trademark for quite a while. The attorney who was working on it dropped the ball. That's a whole nother story. But so these things happened back to back to back. 
And by the time my new attorney and I were going back and forth with this company about we are not even anything similar. This is completely different. The use is different. You know, she was doing everything to go back and forth. And she finally said, financially, is it going to be worth it? Or do you have something else you could do? And I knew I had redefining wealth because when the pebbles were being thrown at me, I had already started flushing it out, but it looked like work. It looked like, "Mm -mm, that's a lot. I don't know if people get it. It's too deep. Maybe I'm going too far. And I wanted to ditch it. But between the pebbles, the stone, the rocks, and then the boulder, I knew it was time. I knew it was time. Another way I knew that my season was up is because, like I said, I loved what I did. I knew I had impact. But even some of the opportunities where I was a regular, they began as dreams. But then it turned into being a chore. It turned into being something I just wasn't excited about anymore. I wasn't fulfilled. And I couldn't put my finger on it. Right. I couldn't put my finger on it. And then I talked to one of my friends recently and she just is going through a time of knowing that her season was up. She was very successful in her career and now things have shifted. And she said, you know what it is when I came in, it was a dream. And because it started as a dream, as it got worse, I tried to romanticize the fact that it started as a dream so that I could survive a toxic environment. And it was like, ding, 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 right? I knew that I was no longer cut out for several of the environments that I was in. I knew that because of my fit pillar, because of my faith pillar, because of my people pillar, that I could no longer vibrate with these people in this way. And I knew it. I would know it the moment I walked in the studio when it felt very thick and it just was not right for me. And by thick, I don't know. I'm sure some of you are going, I know what you're talking about. For those of you who don't know, when the energy is just off and not because anyone has done anything to you, because that was not my experience. But I realized that I'm one of those people where if something has been done to people I know, Or don't know, right? I don't even have to know them that way, but I know that they're not being treated fairly. It doesn't feel good for me, even though I'm being treated more than fairly and being well compensated and all that stuff. But if the respect is not mutual across the board for every single person here, I just can't feel good about it. And as I dug deeper into my faith pillar and I was doing more work on myself, like it just did not feel good anymore. But a part of not being ready to let the season up is because I had heard from so many people that these opportunities were why I was getting speaking engagements or why I was getting other things. And so how do you let go of that? That's my retirement. That's how I feed my family, right? Like that's how I live. This is purpose, but this is also my job. This is a business. This is how I support myself. So I don't have a nine to five, but for those of you who are in a nine to five and, you know, you feel chained to your government position or to your corporate position or whatever it is you do, I understand. 
Because even as an entrepreneur, if you have consistent contracts or clients or whatever, you can chain yourself to some things and start to believe that that is your source. But truly, you're trying to force it to remain or to become a source or be the source because you want to romanticize the opportunity based on how it started out. And not everything that starts out one way will end that way. And not even because the environment changes, but because we change. I believe some of the things that I was doing before, the people were always that way. It was always toxic. It was always destructive. It was always unfair. But the truth of the matter is, we can make anything look, feel, seem like a dream opportunity if we have an agenda. That's the truth. And so that's the space that I was in before finally accepting the call because the call and the tug and the pull was so strong and I'm going to keep it real with you. So was my grip on what I had become accustomed to. And between the boulder and between that the quiet times and the times in my prayer closet and finally just going, you know what? I got to stop fighting. Between those things, I just finally had to surrender. And I did an episode about not being selective about your surrender, I think in 2017 or 2018. And I did that because like many of us, right? I was comfortable surrendering one thing, but then I would try to hold on to others. And Real Money Answers in that whole era of my career, I was trying to hold on to because it was my baby and I worked so hard on it and I didn't understand like how could I just shift and do something different until I learned that purpose really does evolve and you have the right to shift, you have the right to grow, you have the right to say goodbye to one season and hello to another. That is a part of the journey. You're not crazy. There's nothing wrong with you. And when people say, why would you do that? You don't have to have a logical explanation. I had no logical explanation to leave many of the things that I was doing. One of those things being my segment on the Steve Harvey show. I sent an email and said, on my two-year anniversary, thank you guys so much. It's been real because once I started the podcast, I realized that I loved the opportunity to go deeper and I no longer wanted to do shallow, quick segments. And people go, well, that reaches millions of people. Well, I have to believe that the podcast has the potential to reach millions of people because what I can't do any longer is straddle the fence and divide my effort. We did an episode a couple of weeks ago with Lisa Bilyeu, how all in are you really? And a part of showing that I was all in on this thing that God had put on my spirit was letting go of anything else that I had made a source and recognizing that in the season, in that last season, it was definitely a resource. But if God gave me the vision, he would provide. The provision was done. And so the reach would be there, right? And so... I don't even know. 
where I am at this point. I am well off of any notes that I thought I would share. But here's my message for today. I want you to be honest and to be real with yourself. And if you are in the midst of a bolder effect or if you know that what you once prayed for and it was a dream opportunity is no longer a dream, you are the one trying to romanticize and force it to be something that it is not. I just want you to know that there's something on the other side of you letting go and surrendering and accepting that that season is up. One of my clients, Danielle, actually has this entire concept about seasons and about understanding the season that you're in. I'll make sure I tag her in the show notes. And I love it because it really just further explains how you can go from one season to the next in different areas of your life at different times. Like you could be fully in a harvest season in terms of your finances, but then you're in a winter in terms of your your people pillar, your relationships and how you navigate through that. And so because, you know, I believe that when you're unfulfilled, it spills into every other area of your life. Because I was so unfulfilled in my work and I didn't even realize it because, again, I loved the people and the people were getting results and it was a good thing. It was a great thing. But what I had to come to realize is it was no longer a God thing. It was no longer a God thing. And so my charge for you today is just to understand that, accept that, embrace it. Don't run from it. Don't hide from it. You know why? Because it's not even about you. It's not even about you. None of the things that I was even concerned about, they like looking back on it, it was foolish. I didn't quite have the concept of what if versus what is, which you've heard me talk about. The what ifs are the things you're fearful of and the stories you make up in your mind. And the what is, is the truth. And, and the truth is typically found in God's word or what God is telling you, what the Holy Spirit is showing you. And I didn't even have the tools yet at that time to unpack this. That was around 2016. But oh my gosh, when I look at 100 episodes in, we have 750 ratings on iTunes right now. 732 are four or five stars, 720 or five star. Thank you guys so much for that. And I just want to read to you a couple. These are just the first few that I see here. Megafit27 says, Patrice Washington is a godsend. I'm so inspired and energized by her podcast. She has a comforting voice and her language is accessible. She's passionate and funny. Although her shows are geared towards women, I listen with my husband sometimes and he loves the podcast too. I feel like every episode has nuggets that can be put into action in my life. Camilla says, Patrice Washington's wisdom is exactly what I needed at this point in my life. Trying to get my finances and career together, but I'm starting to realize that I've had my ladder up against the wrong wall. Patrice will help you realign your priorities in life. I get challenged every time I listen to the podcast. Whitney says, I've been listening to this podcast every day, sometimes three episodes at a time for about two months. And now I can honestly say I haven't been the same since I've tuned in. The words of the wisdom, the authentic truth, and the peace of mind this podcast embodies is powerful. And I could go on and on because so many of you have blessed me with such amazing, amazing reviews. 
And I thank each and every one of you. But here's what I want you to know. These women and the 189 others who have left reviews, not just rated with stars, but reviews, they couldn't have that experience if I was not willing to release that old experience. They couldn't be in this space and time with me if I was still trying to hold on to what was. The only reason that so many of you, and again, I don't say this boastfully, I feel blessed to be a conduit for this, right? But the reason that you get to experience the change and transformation in your lives, the reason that the women in my mastermind or, or the women who are in purpose to platform or, or who are purpose chasers, men and women who are in the I am a purpose chaser community, like the reason that you get to have that experience and I am grateful for your breakthroughs and for your testimonies and for the lives change and for the generational changes that I believe are happening in your lives for the generational curses that will be broken are because I finally surrendered to that season being up. I walked away from money. I walked away from producers and opportunities that would call me all the time. I walked away from everything that I knew in order to do something outside of my comfort zone, outside of my realm, outside of what would be considered my expertise. And so now a hundred episodes in, I can celebrate. But a hundred episodes ago, I was holding my breath. And so if you're in a space where you are so afraid for any reason to go out on a limb and turn your back on what you've known, to send the email and say, it's been real, to have the strength when people are offering you money to do and say certain things and you go, I don't do that. That's not my thing anymore. I'm not really with that. I want you to know that there is something amazing on the other side of that. And if you feel it, like I felt it in my belly, in my bones, in every fiber of my being, then trust it because it's calling you to a new season that will not just be a blessing to you, but it will be a blessing to every person who comes in contact with it that is called to join you in that space at that time. So I don't know who this is for. I don't know who this is for. I know for some of you, it's going to feel real. And I know for others, it may not really have that much of an impact right now. But at some point, the tides change and the season is up. And you'll remember what I'm sharing with you. In order to celebrate the hundredth anything, you have to push past the concerns you have about the first. You got to push past it. This didn't go anything like I thought it would. <laughs> but I praise everything that you need wherever you are right now. Again, thank you guys so much. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for the constant words of affirmation in my inbox. Thank you for the emails, the DMs, the comments. I don't take any of them lightly. 
I read every single thing that I can. And um, I am so grateful. I don't take this for granted. I'm not one of those people who are like, yeah, you know, I expect. I'm not. I am humbled. I am humbled by the work that I get to do. And if I'm honest with you, I really didn't see this. And I know that it's still just beginning. But I'm humbled and I'm honored. And I feel so grateful. I really, really do. So thank you guys. As much as you say I pour into you, you pour into me too. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for your nearly 1 million downloads. I know that by the time we get to our two-year anniversary, we'll be there. I'm super excited about that. And I'm excited about all the things that we're just planning to keep growing this community. Um, And I love y'all. I mean that wholeheartedly. So before I full-blown ugly cry like a nerd, I'm gonna go. I want you guys to know that my heart is that you go live your life's purpose, that you find fulfillment, and that you earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. I'll see you on episode one-on-one next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When your skin feels nourished and glows, you radiate confidence. Osea makes giving your skin a glow up easy with their clean, clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This seaweed-powered duo features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.